Hi, I'm Pastor Robbie Barrett, and I want to take this time to thank you for taking time out of your busy day to listen to a life-changing word from God. And I pray that as you listen to these podcasts, that it will shape your way of thinking and that you will be walking in the fullness of what God has for you. Be blessed. And now, on Prophetic Faith. gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here prophetic faith i'm pastor robbie bear and tonight we're going into part two of why we can expect harvest in every area of our life now what we want to see here is that god wants us to have harvest in mind not just in certain areas or maybe here over there but in every area of our life know this right now that there is a spiritual law that god has put in place whether you like it or not, there's a spiritual law. You know what that is? That as long as time remains, and we're in time, as long as time remains, there is seed time and harvest time. There is sowing <clears throat> and reaping. So with that in mind, what you need to realize is, is that everything you do, there is a reaping to it. No matter what you're doing. And spiritually, physically, financially, whatever it is, everything you do, when you sow to something, God says, I will not be mocked. I'm not going to be, don't be deceived, I will not be mocked because whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. So tonight, we want to realize, and through this whole series, we want to realize what is it that we want to sow to. Because God has made a promise that whatever we sow to, we're not going to reap something else. We're going to reap exactly what we have sown. Let's get into this message right now. It's really going to bless you, and I'll see you at the end of this. Praise. There may be many times in your life it looks as if what you are doing, the good deeds you're doing, is not paying off. Uh-uh. No, no, no. That's not the ways of the kingdom. See, let me tell you something. If you give everything you got to your boss and your boss doesn't appreciate you, that's one thing. But let me tell you something. God will not leave it unrewarded. Are you listening to me? Man may not pay attention to it. Man may not respond to it. But we serve a God in here that says, I, I can look it up. I'm pretty sure it's in Thessalonians, where it says that nothing we do in God is in vain. Nothing. I don't care how little it may seem. What, even Jesus said this. He said, if you give a drink of water to the least of these, he said, you've done it unto me. What is that, ladies and gentlemen? That is sowing and reaping. See, we're so turned off about the harvest message is because all we think it applies to, or applies to is finances. No, it applies to everything in your life. Reaping 
is only brought forth by sowing. We are here today listening to the gospel because a seed was sown. Somebody say the power of a seed. Jesus being sown for us brought forth a harvest. Now watch this. Even, watch this, even if you do a natural harvest, say, watch this, you can be unsaved, not know anything about God, or even know about the things of God and have, one, have nothing to do with God and still bring forth a harvest in the natural, right? Anybody can go out and plant a garden and something's going to come up. Even if you're not that skilled, you may not have the best garden in the world, but something's going to come up. Why? Because Jesus said the ground brings forth of its own. That's what he said in his word, right? But watch this. We're not just dealing with natural harvest today. What I want in my life and what I want for your life is I want spiritual harvest. Now see, that's something that the world can't achieve. Anybody can take a seed and throw it and put it out in the ground and give it a little water and something's going to come up. But these things that I'm talking about is spiritual things. That the world cannot have. The world can't understand how you can be blessed when the economy is a wreck. The world cannot understand how you can be healthy when there's viruses and uh, pestilence going around. They can't understand that. They can't understand how you can have peace and joy within yourself and still have love in your heart when people talk about you or when, uh, when, things, when trouble and crisis is all around you, they can't understand that. Because you want to know why? Because that's spiritual things. That's spiritual things. And the only way you're going to receive that is, guess what? You've got to be in the family. Amen. Now watch this. How many knows if you're born into a wealthy family, you don't have to work to do anything. You're entitled, right? Because that's your inheritance. What does a person do? Before he or she dies, he, they leave a will to their kids, right? They pass on their wealth. They pass on their assets to their children. Why? All because they're in the family. I'm getting somewhere with this. Because, see, watch this. So we learned that the Bible says that Jesus is the seed. He's the seed of Abraham. He's the seed of David. And watch this. There's another statement. The Bible says that you and I are children of Abraham. Somebody turn to your neighbor and say, I'm in the family. What am I talking about? Let's go there. Galatians 3, 1 through 14. I know this is a lot of reading, but just read it. Galatians 1 through 4, uh, chapter 3, 1 through 14. Let's read. It says, O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ hath been evidently set forth and crucified among you? This only would I learn of you. Receive you the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? So in other words, Paul is saying this right here. How did you receive the gift of the Spirit? Was it by your human efforts and achievements? Was it because that you were finally good enough? Or was it because you just simply believed what the Word said? Mm. Verse 3. Oh, you so, uh, are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit? 
having begun in the spiritual, that you've now been made perfect in the flesh. So in other words, he's saying, have you started off taking and receiving things by faith, but now you've come to the point where you're trying to solve your problems by natural means? Uh-oh. Let's go on. Have you suffered so many things in vain, if it be yet in vain? He therefore that ministered to you the Spirit and worketh miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Even as Abraham believed God, it was accounted unto him for what? Righteousness. Know you therefore that they which are of faith... How many is of faith this morning? What's it say? The same are the children of Abraham. So watch this right here. Being a children or a child of Abraham has nothing to do with whether you are Jewish or not. Nothing. It has everything to do on whether you believe in Jesus Christ and His power working within you. Amen? The power of His resurrection, as Paul said. He said, I, know, I don't want to know nothing else but Jesus Christ and Him crucified, that I may know His power and the fellowship of His suffering and the power of His resurrection, right? Watch this. Verse 8. The Scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preaching before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all the nations be blessed. So then, they which of be, be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. So watch this. Somebody say, if I'm in faith, I have the blessing of Abraham. See, some of y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Because if you did, you'd be like this. I had the blessing of Abraham. I'm going to tell you in just a minute. We are blessed with faithful Abraham. For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse for it is written, Cursed is everyone that continueth not in the things that are written in the book of the law to do them. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident. For the just shall live by faith. And the law is not of faith. But the man that, does, that doeth them shall live in them. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is every man that hangeth on a tree. Did he not hang on a tree for us? Yes. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. Somebody say, that's me. That they may come on the Gentiles through what? Through Jesus Christ. I'm going to tell you how this all ties together. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through what? Faith. Now go to verse 16 real quick. Now to Abraham and his seed. Who's his seed? Yes, yes. And now to Abraham and to his seed were the promises made. He said not and to seeds. That's plural, right? That's more than one. As of many, but as one. You know, that reminds me of something. The Bible also declares that we are now one with whom? Christ. Somebody say, I'm one with Christ. 
but as of one and to thy seed, which is Christ. So here it is again. The Bible calling Jesus the seed of Abraham. Now, where does all this tie in? What's this have to do with harvest? I'm going to show you. What Paul, let's deal with the first part. What Paul was saying was, he was saying, listen, he was talking to the Galatians. He said, listen, you started off in the Spirit. In other words, you started off operating by faith. Now, this is why so many people are turned off by the harvest message. You want to know why? Because they think they have to toil for it. What does toil mean? That means you got to work hard, just slay, just, just break a sweat and just bust your guts just to get something, right? Especially in finances. We think, man, you got you to work by the sweat of your brow, which was a curse. You got to work by the sweat of your brow. You got to kill yourself just to make ends meet. Don't worry about having enough left over just as long as you pay your bills, right? No. The Bible says in Psalms, and you can read it for yourself. No, not, not Psalms, Proverbs. It says, The blessing of the Lord maketh rich, and it addeth no toil with it. Somebody say, that's the word. Now, what is the blessing of the Lord? It's the blessing of Abraham. Now, what, here's what Paul was saying. He's saying so many people want to faith some areas, and by natural means handle other areas now watch this watch what were you saved by works or faith faith those of you that received the, the baptism of the Holy Ghost how did you do it did you receive it by your works and your effort or did you receive it because he, it's a gift that the father gave you okay why do we think financial prosperity is different than that why do we think that healing is different than that? It's all the same. This is what I'm trying to get you. See, this all has to tie with harvest. It's all the same. What Paul was saying is, listen, don't try to faith some areas and try to do other areas with natural means. He said, trust God in every area. Do every area working by the Spirit. What's the principle of the Spirit? Sowing and reaping. You want more of something? Sow it. You've heard me say this before. If, I, if you were sick in here today, brother, what would you do? I'd be laying hands on every sick person in here that I could and praying healing for them. You say, why on earth would you do that? That is sowing to my healing. Are you seeing what I'm saying? That is sowing to my healing. And guess what? God is not mocked. Whatsoever I sow, I have to reap to it. Right? If, if you plant corn, you've got to receive corn. If you plant lettuce seeds, you have got to receive lettuce. If you didn't, then God would be mocked, right? So, watch this. He said, now, it is not the blessing of Abraham. And here's what you've got to realize. The blessing of Abraham does nothing but increase over time. Now, you see, now watch this. Abraham, and you can look this up on your own, many said that uh, if you, can, if you uh, look at his finances and his assets of that time, if you converted them to today, he was at that time a billionaire. Somebody say, that's a lot of money. A billionaire. 
Bless God. I don't believe that God wants you to have money and this and that. Well, we've got one big problem. Because the Bible says that Abraham is the father of our faith. And if the father of our faith had a lot of money and God said he's my friend and he's my prophet, then we're in trouble. Right? That's foolishness. The Bible says, watch this, he wasn't just blessed financially. He was blessed in health. He lived to 175 years old. Which, by the way, now, y'all care if I get a little off track? Let me tell you something. Those of you that's believing, well, praise the Lord, if I just get to 80, I'll be satisfied. Don't believe for that. Do you know what God said you can live to? Well, he said if you have any past 70 is a blessing. No, that's what David or, or one of the psalmists said. No. You know what God said? He said, from now on, my spirit will not strive with men always. He said, I will set their time to 120 years. That's in your Bible. Look it up. Believe God for 120 years. How many would like to live 120 years? The Cheryl's kind of like, I don't know about that. <laughs> Who told you that sickness has to take you out? Oh, well, you know, when you get old, you get feeble and broke down and all that stuff. Who said? God didn't say that. Why can't we believe that, hey, we can give up the ghost? Amen. That's what Abraham did, didn't he? That's what Jesus did, didn't he? They gave up the ghost. Why can't we command our spirit to God and say, my work is done. It's time for me to go. I'm trying to pull you up here. So watch. So the blessing of Abraham only increased with time. Do you know that Isaac lived off, he didn't even have to touch his money. He was living off of Abraham's money. And the Bible says, and I, and I read it to you a few weeks ago, how Isaac sowed and that same year received a hundredfold on his harvest. Why? Because the blessing of Abraham was upon him. How many times did God say, I'm going to make you wealthy, I'm going to heal you, I'm going to keep you from sickness and disease, I'm going to make sure that your enemies fear you, I'm going to make you a lender and not a borrower, and it's all because of my, uh, the blessing and the agreement that I made with your, your fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Somebody say the blessing. So you see that over time, you can read it in your Bible, over time the blessing did not decrease, it didn't stay the same, but it increased. It's always increasing. And see, it's increasing to such a degree that all who believe on Christ Jesus are now the seed of Abraham. They are now the children of Abraham. And guess what the children get? The inheritance. Hey, the inheritance, what all, what's all tied into that inheritance? You name it. You want me to tell you what's all tied into that inheritance? Are you ready? If you go to Ephesians, it says, And God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you could ever ask or think of. Somebody say, beyond my imagination, according to His power that works within us. There you go. Somebody say all included. It's all included. Now watch this. Now notice something here. This is what I want to get to you. 
Verse 16. It says, He did not say seeds. All through, from Genesis all the way to Matthew, when it talked about the seed, it never said seeds. Because you want to know it was all pointing to one person. Who is that? Jesus. Yes. Pointing to one person. Jesus. He was the seed of Abraham. He was the seed of David. Now, you say, well, where do I come in? Guess what? I just read it to you. It said the blessing of Abraham is upon all those... That power to sow and reap is upon all those that believe and that are in Christ Jesus. Because Praise God. As we learned last week, we are the seed of Abraham. How can this be? Through Christ. Jesus, you heard that saying, this saying all the time, Jesus paid it all. He literally did. He paid for it all. And what He did is that He allowed us, because we are in Him, not apart from Him, but we are in Him, we are the seed of Abraham. So we get the benefits, the blessings, all the stuff that Jesus has, it comes unto us. The Scripture even tells us this. Now this is something you're not going to hear a lot in the body of Christ or in church, is because we've come below the standard where God wants us to be. He's not called us to be the lowness of the earth. No, He's called, He said, I've placed you a little lower than myself. Psalms chapter 8. A little lower than myself. And we're made in His image and in His likeness. Now, as you can see, that as I discuss this in this program, you can see how the blessing, it didn't stop at Abraham. But it kept going. It was on Isaac and it was on Jacob. And you can see it all through the Old Testament. How the blessing was upon the seeds of Abraham by the seed. Now I know I want you to see that. It's not plural. It's singular. Seed of Abraham. It was all leading up to Christ. And when Christ came and He died for us, He took upon Himself us. Cloaked Himself with flesh became sin. He that knew no sin became sin for you and I. That when He was planted in the ground, He brought forth a harvest. The Bible says He's the firstborn of many. That's talking about you and I. The firstborn of what? Those who are now going to live by the blessing and the inheritance of God. You see, what you've got to understand is, is that you are the only heaven that most people will ever see. Now what do, what do I mean by that? I mean that you should have a mandate in your life that you want to bear the fruits. You want to show the attributes of what it's going to be like in heaven. Now, there's, there's nobody broke in heaven. There's nobody sick in heaven. There's nobody depressed or discouraged in heaven. No, there's none of those things. You say, well, yeah, but because that's heaven. Well, Jesus told us to pray a prayer. He said, pray to the Father. He said, your kingdom come, your will be done. Where? On earth. He ain't talking about heaven now. He's talking about earth. Let God's will be done on earth where? Just as it is in heaven. So exactly what you and I are going to experience in heaven, we should be showing people here on earth. Now how can we do that? By the blessing. When the blessing's upon you, it overtakes you in every area of your life. It's not just to one certain area. It's to all areas. And it happens with harvest mindset. So as you go forth through these next several weeks, 
you're going to be learning a new frame of mind. Now, see, the Bible says the only way that you transform is when you change your thought life. And that's more than just looking in the mirror and saying, I'm going to change my mind. No, it's getting in the Word of God and letting it change the way you think. Now, we know that the world has a system for everything in your life. Every area of your life, they've got a way of doing things. But let me let you in on something. Everything that God does, it's the exact opposite of the world. Let me say that one more time. Everything that God does is the exact opposite of the world. So if the world says, do it this way, you can take it to the bank. God says, I'm going to do it that way. So that's what we want to learn. So as we pray this prayer right now, we're going to pray that the blessing be released. Now, the Bible says the way the blessing's released is when we walk in obedience unto God. Now, those of you who are watching right now, you may be saying, well, you know, this sounds terrific, but I don't know God. I, but I want to know Him because there's a void, there's an emptiness in my life, and I want to know Him. Well, guess what? You're at the right place because we're going to pray a prayer right now that you come back into relationship with Him. I don't care if you're saved and you've been distant or you're, you're not saved at all, but you want to know Christ. This prayer is for you. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for every person right now that is watching, that may have been saved, that may have made their life yours, but they have strayed away or they've become lukewarm. Father, I pray right now that their hunger and desire for you intensifies, that they come back to you. You've got your arms wide open for them, ready for them to come back home. I thank you for this right now, to, to stir the anointing, to stir the gifts into them right now, Father, to such a degree that the blessing begins to flow again in their life. And I pray also for those that don't know you, Father, here's the good news. You said though that they that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So, Father, I pray right now that as these people call upon your name, that as they cry out to you and say, Lord, I want you to become my Lord and Savior. Lord, I thank you right now that you're meeting them right where they are. I don't care if they're in their home, their car, wherever. You are meeting them right where they are, and you are saving them because it is your will that none should perish. So I thank you for this right now. And Father, thank you for being the covenant-keeping God and being the God that blesses your people. I thank you for this. Help us to be a light and an example to all who see us. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Now, if you would like to come in contact with this ministry, please do so. You want to write us, contact us on show, uh, social media, letting us know, hey, this message is really stirring us up. It's really blessing us. Thank you for this. Hey, or if you need prayer, please let us know. Because your letters of encouragement, you're, you're contacting us. It helps this ministry. It helps us push forward. Because, you see, we are here to encourage each other. And that's what we're supposed to do. And if you would like to become a faith partner, all you've got to do is come in contact with the ministry and you can be set up to become a faith partner with us. Everything you send in, it goes into furthering the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and spreading this word of faith. And if there's any time we need a word of faith, it's right now in these dark times in the world. We love you. Thank you for tuning in. We're praying for you. Keep walking by faith and we will see you here next week. Be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also 
request information at accelerantfaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at accelerantfaith.org as well. Jesus, the devil is a liar.